last night, the Carolina Hurricanes were able to come away with another shutout over the Chicago Blackhawks this season, ending the season series against Chicago two to nothing. Find out how the Hurricanes were able to come away with that shootout as well as some roster moves made earlier today in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of this Wednesday evening. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And last night, the Carolina Hurricanes were able to come away with another 3 to nothing shutout victory over the Chicago Blackhawks this season. That was the score the first time these two teams played, and now the season series against Chicago is over, and the Hurricanes won that season series 2 to nothing. So big congratulations there. This was a series that the Hurricanes were supposed to win. These were games they're supposed to win, and... That's exactly what they did last night, and that's what they've been doing for a while because with that win over Chicago, the Hurricanes are now on a franchise-best 15-game point streak. They've gone 13-0-2 in that stretch, and this coming off of a really abysmal stretch where they did not look good at all uh, yeah you had a win scattered here and there but you know they were really struggling to get things clicking and now things are are clicking and firing on all cylinders uh well most cylinders and we'll get to that later but with that win as well they've now won nine straight games as well which ties a franchise record and which will be really interesting is uh, the team that broke that streak the last time was the Florida Panthers, and that is who the Hurricanes' next game is against. So we'll see if history repeats itself or if the Hurricanes uh, can avoid that, but we will discuss that more uh, come Friday. But now let's talk about last night's game. Again, this was a shutout victory, and it was Antti Ranta's first shutout of the year, his first since March of last year when he shut out the Avalanche with 36 saves. And in my opinion, this is what he needed. Uh, he's you know played three straight games, and he hasn't looked great. Uh, I mean, he's you know, obviously the Hurricanes have been getting wins, which is awesome. Yeah, especially yeah, those previous two games against Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And like I said, that's good, but you know, Auntie Ranta hasn't he hasn't looked like the same guy we saw last year. And yeah, he's just kind of struggling to find a groove. And I think this was a game that he needed uh to get his confidence back. You know, he said, and we'll hear from him later, uh, about you know feeling like yeah he was missing some key saves and you know I feel that this was a game that 
he needed uh, to really get himself back on the right track. I think that you know, having a performance like this, this is going to be one that he can build off of and move forward. You know, we'll see you know, if he's playing against uh, the Panthers on Friday or if Piotr's back in between the pipes. You know, that's just something we'll wait and see uh, with on that. But I think that Auntie Ranta, you know, he, he needs a couple more games like this. You know, not necessarily a shutout, but, you know, really good performances from him to be like, all right, you know, I got it. And uh, one thing I do think that, you know, may have affected him in this little stretch that we're in of him not looking so great is how little he was playing. You know, I said uh, that, you know, I think that he should have gotten in, you know, in a couple uh, more games than he has, you know, but they kept rolling with Piotr. And while that is not a bad thing, I don't want you to think that I think that is a bad thing. You know, the kid was, you know, hot and, you know, he's playing great hockey. Yeah, play him, go with the hot set of hands. I do feel that may have had a negative impact on Auntie Ranta just from him sitting for so long. You know, we've we've seen that countless times you know, across the NHL and hockey world, uh, you know, someone sits for maybe a few games too long and okay. Yeah, it takes them a little bit to get in the groove of things. And, and that happens. And, you know, the hurricanes were able to come away with the wins. That's the important thing. But, you know, I do feel that, you know, Auntie Ranta, you know, another couple games like this are just really good performances and he'll be back into the form that we saw last year. I think that it's those poor performances are not necessarily poor, but questionable. I don't think that that's a, a foreboding sign or anything like that. Uh, when it comes to him, I think it was just he sat for too long. But, you know, he had a great performance from the Hurricanes or for the Hurricanes. And, you know, that's what you know we saw from a lot of guys as well. And we'll continue to talk about uh, the Hurricanes effort. Uh, in last night's game. But first, before we do that, we are going to hear from Auntie Ronta and what he had to say after the game last night. You're not, you're not passing them. Really? No, that's you. Rams, I'll go ahead and get us started off here with you uh, getting a shutout tonight, man. I mean, how, how big was this for you and your confidence and you know, what you're trying to uh, accomplish this year and uh, the momentum to get off of this? Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, there's been there's been a few games this year where you where you felt that uh, you haven't been able to make those those key saves and and you know there's been too many too many goals where you've been like oh oh no like, why did I do that and and I think that's all all comes like too much thinking and too much worrying about something now now it was kind of like the mentality today was just you know like every day but now it was kind of more in in your head that you just want to stay in the moment and, and just worry about what's going to happen next not worry about what happened two minutes ago or what's going to happen five minutes uh, in five minutes so you know obviously yeah big big team team win and you know obviously it's always always nice to nice to keep the keep the clean sheet how comforting was it that so much of the action was at the other end of the ice for you especially the first period yeah it's you know it's it's kind of our almost a little bit of a trademark here that the first 10 15 minutes is usually in the other end so you, you just try to keep yourself warm and, and you know focused but uh you know 
it, it's if we if we keep playing like that, it's, it's tough tough building to to any any team to come. And I think the first and and third period were, were great examples when when we put pucks deep and and then put it to the point and, and shot and and that's that's how you how you get the shot total that high and and you know you also get the goals. So uh, you know obviously good good team effort and and you know when when the game was three nothing they they really didn't have any 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 top chances maybe one there at the end but, but other than that uh, our guys were doing a great job what does it mean to you to be a part of this historic streak that you guys have going on right now i know you, you don't win stanley cups in december or january but still this has got to mean something for you guys to be a part of this right yeah you know i i think you just go day one day at a time and you know you just focus what's going to happen next and and you know, I don't think if if anyone are thinking too much about the streaks or, or anything like that. I think it's more about the, the media hyping it and, and the team service guys making making good stories in Twitter and, and like that. But you know, we we try to go every every game to to play our best and, and win the game. And you know, if we keep playing like this, we we're gonna get a lot of spots of wins. So you know, it's a good confidence booster. But I, I don't think that we we're worrying too much about the streaks. We just want to improve and, and and play good hockey. All right, thanks. Yeah, so in hearing from Atiranta Gennett, he's not caring about the streaks and whatnot that the Hurricanes have going on. This is the same case last year. Yeah, no one was really caring about that. And it's fun, but you know, again, you know, it and it's cool, you know, on the you know, in your notes and all that of like, okay, yeah, this is really cool. Uh, but yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like they said, you don't want Stanley Cups in December, you don't want them in January, you know. So the Hurricanes, yeah, they got to get uh, just focus on the next game. And I think that, you know, one thing the Hurricanes did you know, in this game was, you know, where they should have won it is, well, they did win it, but, you know, you should win the game is, like they mentioned, the shot totals. The Hurricanes uh, had a new record in uh, first period shot totals with 23 shots in the first period alone. Second period was down to seven. The Second period was not great. They took a lot of penalties there. Uh, and then, you know, bounce back here in the third period uh, with 19 shots on goal, having 49 total shots uh, in this game. You should win the game if that's the case. But we very much have seen the opposite of that uh, in the past, uh, <laughs> where the Hurricanes have 40-plus shots on goal. And, uh, shoot, I would I think it was a game against the Rangers where they actually got shut out or only had like one goal or something like that. But yeah, we've seen the opposite of that, but this is, this is the outcome that you want uh, whenever you see a shot, uh, shot totals like that. That's what you want. Marty nature. You know, he had, he led the team with six shots uh, in this game against uh, Chicago. And we will hear from nature's, and what he had to say about the game, and we will continue to dive into this game uh, right after this quick break, folks. Folks, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to the college bowl season and basketball. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which I know you do, you can even find those at betonline.net as well. 
They are the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Now, like I said, folks, we did get to hear from Marty Natchez and we will hear from him uh, in just a few minutes. But, you know, he opened up the scoring uh, in this game just a little over three and a half minutes in. And he is now uh, just one away from tying his career high in goals. So big congratulations to him on that. He has had that dog in him this season. He has really came back with a vengeance this year after having a not great season last year. He has really looked a lot better this year. Yes, for Foss uh, got another goal that's back-to-back games with him. And then, of course, Jordan Martinuk getting one in the third as well. But, you know, one thing that I am loving right now for the Hurricanes, obviously the winning ways. Marty Natchez having that dog in him and Jordan Martinuk having that dog in him. Uh, that third line in general. Uh, but it is the blue line. Brent Burns, Brady Shea, and Brett Pesci all had assists in last night's game. And that is the sixth straight game with a uh, defenseman or defensemen racking up points. And in the past 15 games, the defensemen have combined for 40 points. It's insane. And that is one thing that, you know, earlier in the year, we were the blue line, uh, they were just not showing up, whether it was doing their, their job as defensemen or just showing up on the score sheet. It wasn't happening earlier in the year, especially in that, you know, really ugly stretch. But now it has been firing on all cylinders. And, you know, with Brent Burns uh, netting assist uh, last night, he leads the team in assists with 20, and he has hit the 20 assist mark in the last 10 seasons. So he's really started to hit his stride in terms of the offensive side of his game here. Uh, the defensive side of things are is improving, but it's still, you know, you're, we're still having you know, those lapses and you know, stuff like that. It's not as bad as it was, but, you know, as I've said many times, you know, this year, you, you, he spent 11 years in San Jose getting used to here. It's going to take a little bit and has gotten better. He's really hitting his stride and everyone's loving it. And I think yeah, he's really added a lot to this team. And I'm really excited to see, you know, where things will go you know, as the season progresses. And like I said, you know, enough of Brent Burns. We did get to hear from. Uh, Marty Natchez uh, following last night's game. Uh, again, he opened up the scoring. He's one away from tying his career high, which I guarantee you he will do. Uh, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if he does it uh, Friday against Florida, but we got to get to that that game first. And before that, we still got to hear from him. And this is what Marty Natchez had to say following last night's game. Hey <clears throat> Marty, I guess we'll just go ahead and start off just with this historic streak that you guys have going on. How important was it for you guys to come out here and and, and play to your best, the best of your ability against a team that's kind of struggling right now? Make sure you bring your A game regardless. Yeah, I mean, we all had, you know, 
uh, our team, obviously, all teams in the league. We had a three three day break, which uh, obviously it's not it's not really fun to play after you know three days off. But uh, you know, uh, it was nice to get you know off hockey for a little bit. You know, think about other things, being with your families, and uh, you know, it was important to get back. And uh, we had a good start, which was uh, which was huge and uh, a good game. How important was it to have that nice finishing period too after maybe the other night not finishing so well? Yeah, um, it's always nice. Rams played great today. Uh, PK was on point, and uh, yeah, uh, I feel like first and third we played really good. Second wasn't great, but uh, yeah, good game. Where have you seen the PK improve the most? <clears throat> I don't know. Just um, you know, you always try to change something a little bit. Um, all the teams kind of uh, change the PK a little bit always as, as the season goes on and. Uh, Feel like guys were doing a really good job uh, when it's needed to block the shot. Guys blocking, blocking the shot. Goalies were really good, and uh, yeah, it's kind of. Cool. What, was, what was so good about the five on five too, though, for you guys to be able to get as many, nearly 50 shots on goal tonight? So some had to be going right in that department as well. Yeah, I tried to try to play fast, you know, play in their end, and uh, uh, yeah, I think first period was really good. Then second didn't have much, but uh, you know, third we were kind of back on track. So uh, just you know. If you're not gonna shoot, you're gonna score. So uh, just like that. You had to identify one point of the team's nine-game win streak that, like, yeah, we're doing this right. What would you say this? Because you won shutout game like tonight. You scored six. A little bit of everything. Yeah, we always stay stay with the same game, right, with the game plan, and uh, you know, obviously. For example, last game, like in third period, we had a little, little problems, but uh, we always stay with it, and uh, you know, all the guys uh, playing great, and uh, you know, um, uh, that, that's it, I guess. What, what does it mean, though, to be a part of this streak, though? You know what I mean? I know Stanley Cups are not won in December and January, but, like, this this is historic what you guys are doing right now, and for you to be a part of this team, like, what, what does that mean to you and your teammates? Yeah, I mean, for all of us, it's fun, you know? Every time you're winning, it's fun. If you're losing, it's, you know, you're always struggling on and off the ice a little bit. So, uh, yeah, we're just um, trying to play the game the right way, I guess, and... Uh, it's been it's been working and we gotta keep uh keep doing that all right thanks Natch. yeah so marty nature's here echoed you know a lot of you know what we've been saying this episode of you know the second period wasn't great for the hurricanes and yeah you know, they had nearly 50 shots on goal and this is a game that they, like i said they they were supposed to win uh you know with that and yeah, you know, the second period is definitely the one where everyone's you know yeah, we see that final score. It's great, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but that second period was not good. The Hurricanes taking their penalties. And, you know, one other thing, you know, that I mentioned, you know, when the Hurricanes are firing on almost all cylinders is the power play. The power play is still abysmal. They went 0 for 3 in this game against Chicago. And, you know, you can. Yeah, they they're on a 15 game point streak. All right. They're on that. And that's great. They they've won nine straight. Again, that is great. But your power play the way it is, you're not that isn't sustainable, you know, come playoff time. Yeah, you can be a team like Chicago with a power play performing the way it is, but then you get to the playoffs and you play seven game series against Pittsburgh 
Toronto, Boston, or whoever. I mean, that's just the Eastern Conference. That's not even saying that if they get to the Stanley Cup final, you know, who they play out of the West. Okay. You know, so their power play has seriously got to do something, something. Uh, and it's, is getting to the point where it's hard to just pinpoint, you know, one thing, you know, with it. I mean, I'm saying, oh, they're not scoring goals. Yeah, that's the obvious thing. But like, you know, I for a while I was like, okay, it's it seems like it's slowly improving, but you know, it is just not there this year. And I I don't it's getting to a point where I don't even know what's causing it to be this bad because it's not like you're you have a roster that a a, a roster that doesn't have talent okay it's not like you're carting power play units out there that are glorified ahl power play units it's not like that where you know they're just outmatched and getting outplayed i mean they are but you know, on paper, you know, the names you're putting out there, that shouldn't be the case. So I don't know what's going wrong with the power play at this point in time. I, I, I don't because you have the talent there. It's just these puzzle pieces aren't, they're not, they're not fitting together, you know? And I really hope they're able to turn a corner. I hope this is just another bump in the road for it because as a whole, it had been improving. So I hope, you know, we're just on a little bit of a bump, but you know, it it's, this is something that it's, it was one thing at the beginning of the year in October and November, we're almost to January. Your power, you're kind of seeing like what it's going to be like, you know, and they have really got to get it turned around and or at least get get it started to turn around and quicker than what it had been because you're not going to win a Stanley Cup like that. You know, playoffs last year, yeah. Yeah, they technically, you know, if things fell a certain way, they could have made the Stanley Cup final without ever winning a road playoff game. But that, like we said then, that isn't sustainable. And look, it wasn't. So, you know, the Hurricanes have seriously got to get that turned around. But, you know, we just got to take it one game at a time. You know, stop, you know, and just, like I said, focus on one game at a time. You know, the next game, Florida Panthers, let's focus on that one and really, really try to do something with the power play. And then, you know, all these other things that the Hurricanes are doing well, you know, five on five, penalty kill, you know, uh, and you know the defenseman, uh, you know, having a combined forty points in the last fifteen games, like we said earlier, you know, let's keep this stuff rolling, and you know, let's. But you know, the power play, it, you know, say, you know, say we're a six cylinder, you know, or eight cylinder, or whatever, we're missing one here. Yeah, you know, it's we're only firing on you know, five cylinders instead of six or seven instead of eight, whatever, whatever you want to drive, you know, in terms of your engine, you know, we're missing that final one and it's got to get fixed soon because it's not, it's going to get to a point where 
the teams you're going up against are they're just too good and they're going to take advantage of that because again you go back to that game against Detroit where it was one nothing shutout what was that goal it was a power play goal and they make a difference and the hurricanes have seriously got to get that under control but you know we did get here from Rod Brendamore after the game as well and we we will hear what Rod had to say right after this all right, folks, we're back, and it's time to hear what Rod Brindamore had to say after last night's shutout over the Chicago Blackhawks. Very sharp first period, and the penalties kind of got yeah. strong finish of the game. Yep, yep, it was a great start. Really, that's what you know, put the game kind of in, in, in good shape for us, and then yeah, we took the penalties and uh, just took the flow right out. It was just hard to kind of get any any rhythm going through that second. And I thought third was really good. A lot of times players and coaches will worry about the post first game after mm-hmm. a break. How nice is it to see that look like you picked up right. where you left off? That was definitely a concern. I think we talked about it in the morning. Um, but, you know, I guess you saw the first period was great. And that's that was nice to see that we came back ready to go. How hard is it for guys that are sitting on the bench while the PK's out there like terrible. Don't yeah, win. can't get on the ice. I only get a shift in the first seven minutes, and then you know, and then it's the first one's a power play. So that, that you just you can just tell it was uh, not in sync there. So it was, but it, you know, that's part of it. You got to figure it out. Guys did. Right. How important was it for your guys to come out and, and, and be the superior team? You know what I mean, with Chicago being where they're at and you guys being on the street that you're on right now. Yeah, I mean it's a dangerous team to play. You know the skill they have, and you know the, the nature of it. Like we've been off both teams, you just don't know how it's going to sh- take uh, shape. And but uh, it's you know, like I said, it was great that our guys came ready to go, and you know we're supposed to win those games, but you still have to go and do it right, and we did. You, you count on the stall line for good defense and all those kind of things. I mean the scoring in the game. Yeah. It's it's, it's almost it feels a little like uh, they're making up for, you know, all the times when they were all over it and didn't get goals, and now all of a sudden they're, they're it's evening out a little bit. Why does that line fit together? So it's worked hard, and they play it right. How important was it for for Rams to uh, yeah. have a performance like he did tonight? Yeah, I mean it wasn't you know abundance of work, but when they're you know like I always talk about the time they say is when you need it on the PK on the. You know, what we had in the first period, we were really good, but we had one real bad mis- mistake, and, you know, he made the, made the save, and now we're up 2 nothing going into the second, and not 2-1 where, you know, it's a different story. At what point today did you decide to go with Ron uh, uh, we Well, we talked about it last night, and then, you know, it just felt like just, you know, we can go either way, really, but we went back on the ranks. Right, if I can get one more question in. Um, sure. I know Stanley Cups aren't won in December and January, but the streak that you guys are on right now, I mean, does it mean anything to you at all to kind of like be a part of this and be the yeah. of what you guys are accomplishing? Mm, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I, we never really, like we said this morning, just don't really look behind, you know? So whether you would won, what is it, eight, nine in a row, or you lost eight, like it's, it's what's, what have you done for me lately? Like what's, what's important is right in front of you. So, those are kind of things you'd probably look back on and reflect on. I think I saw uh, some sort of thing on the TV there where we done nine in a row in 06, and I was trying to think back, you know, 
it, it doesn't really matter much um, right now. It'll probably mean more at the end of the year when we look back. You know, that was, you know, hopefully that's that was a good stretch that got us to hopefully where we want to be. Okay. Thanks, Ryan. So obviously getting here from Rod, you know, echoing a lot of the stuff that we've talked about in this episode already of, you know, Auntie Bronson, you know, getting a shout out and, you know, the streak that they're on and, and you know, all that. So, you know, we're not going to dissect that uh, too much, but, you know, I think that, you know, the Hurricanes, like I keep saying, they got to take it one game at a time, but. You know, and getting to that next game, one guy we won't be seeing, and we're going to discuss this briefly, is the roster move earlier today, is Jack Drury getting reassigned to the Chicago Wolves. Uh, he'd been a healthy extra the past two games, so really no surprise here. It's just, you know, guys coming back into the lineup, and that, that kind of thing is going to happen. I think, you know, what's going to be interesting is uh, whenever... Max Pacioretty comes back of what the lineup will look like then. But, and then Andre Kasha as well, uh, when he will be back. Uh, so, you know, the Hurricanes are going to have named coming back uh, before too long. When, you know, Sebastian Ajo made his return not too long ago. And, you know, before we know it, Pacioretty and Kasha will be as well. So, uh, you know, those guys have been practicing. And, you know, one thing I'm believe it was yesterday or the day before i could have been today it is in these past couple days yeah it's that time of the year where every day yeah uh starts to blend together but max patrick is no longer wearing the yellow uh no contact jerseys practicing normally so before too long yeah he'll be out like officially on the ice with the hurricanes and you know we've been discussing uh the Hurricane's power play woes, uh, you know, of, you know, him potentially, you know, slotting in there on one of the power play units, how that will help. I, I do think it will. Uh, you know, if you remember back, you know, whenever the offense was just struggling in general on five on five, not including the power play, a lot of folks like, you know, Max Patrick comes back. He's going to be a real big help with that. So I do think, yeah, he'll help with that, even though they got things going right now. And then, you know, with the power play, I think, I think, you know, Things will continue to go up for the Hurricanes. Obviously, this streak will come to an end at some point. Hopefully, history doesn't repeat itself and the Florida Panthers end it again. Let's hope that's not the case. But, you know, we'll discuss that game against the Panthers whenever it comes up later on in the week on Friday. But in the meantime, you know, it's time to start talking about some end-of-year stuff. 2022 year-end review for the Hurricanes as well as what I want to see uh, in 2023 for the team all that will be coming later this week along with that uh preview and recap against the panthers so in the meantime make sure you are following the show on twitter and instagram at lo underscore hurricanes and myself on twitter at jared ellis underscore 96 and i will talk to you guys in the next episode <laughs>